Bye. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, well, hello and thanks for coming, America. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hi, Jamal's here. Hi, Stoney's here. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a fun week at Thanks for Coming. We are, of course, the most magically gay podcast in all the world. Yes, sparkle, sparkle, glitter, glitter. <laughs> yes, mama. Uh, we're back after throwing two new podcasts at you last week. I hope you enjoyed them both. Yeah, so fun. I mean, of course, listeners, you know, we're going to put in the work for you. It's what we do. It's what we love to do. And yeah, we hope you're enjoying that content. Podcast all day long. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're actually having a podcast-a-thon today. <laughs> Sponsors, if you're listening, Poopery, we'd love to have you back. Red Bull. <laughs> Hi, how are ya? <laughs> Wigs and Grace, we see you liking our Instagrams and tweets. Yeah, girl. Who else can we shout out? <laughs> I try on a wig for a customer. I mean, for a listener, customer. Look, I'm not at work. I would try on a wig for the listeners. I would love to have a wig, actually. So <laughs> I guess I could be your target audience. Wigs and Grace, now sponsoring. <laughs> yes, um, Jamal prefers a nice Beyonce blonde, if you've got it. Oh, Oh, okay. Honey Blonde. <laughs> Ooh, that's the one. Yes, Miss Honey. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, how have you guys been? Is there? Do you guys have any updates for the kids? I know we're all still in quarantine, but of course, you know, maybe something exciting happened, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, well, the most exciting thing I think here is the weather is nice. <laughs> oh, no more snow. <laughs> no more snow for now. The only downside is there's lots of dangerous trade on the trail. No one's social distancing. Ooh, I like a little danger. Yeah, it's definitely more fun in the bedroom, that's for sure. But it is Indiana, <laughs> so who knows? It may be snowing tomorrow. We don't really know yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's not snow. That's ranch, girl. Oh, uh, ranch just like flows from the sky. Oh. Yeah, that's what happens in the Midwest. <laughs> A fucking dairy storm. Could you imagine? Legs and dairy. Bruh. More like legendary. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> yes. But I um, guess in, um, outside of Corona news, yes, we still are quarantined. If you are in a state that's starting to open up businesses, please stay safe and take care of yourselves. It's very important to act like you have some sense. Okay, that's all. But um, <laughs> my personal projects have been taking off. So that's been nice just to kind of be back in some kind of work groove outside of work. I don't count the podcast as work even though, you know, it is work, but we like doing that stuff. So I've been working on my website, putting out posts for the past few weeks more regularly. And you'll see on the website, gaysinthelife.com is where you can check it out. I talk a lot about being a young professional, being a queer person and an interracial relationship. And also there's lots of keto and low carb nutrition and health tips so i've been diving back into that because the last couple years have just been really kind of all over the place for me personally i kind of took a step back and wasn't putting out content regularly so it's been nice to get back into a groove and still feel balanced and still be able to do the podcast and not feel stressed out so gaysinthelife.com please check it out listeners i'd appreciate it 
Yeah, work. That's like really fun. I enjoy reading all the posts, um, even if it's just like the relationship ones and I'm single and not in a relationship. It's still, <laughs> I feel like I'm building up my like knowledge about relationships. So if that were to ever happen to me, I would know how to navigate it. Thank you. So the blog started almost six years ago. It's just kind of a project to um, wet my writing, writing chops, make sure I could still write here and there. I have not started the book. <laughs> oh no but that's because the website kind of took off and became its own thing so it's been a fun project to watch grow and relationships was the basis of that mostly talking about my experience as a queer married person so check it out we're gonna grow a little bit on the website we're gonna be talking about things like professional relationships friendships toxic Dildos. relationships oh yeah that Dildos. plays a role Dildos. parties all of that plays a role in your relationships <laughs> yeah <laughs> nobody likes a prude no one <laughs> likes a prude or a dong that's too small <laughs> oh all right wow that there's your uh learning tip for the day sorry no dong shaming you pick your own size yeah. that's the beauty of the sex store i mean according to <laughs> daisy it's just all about the grip anyway right uh- <laughs> oh yeah we learned a lot about that or the gap in heidi's tooth (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh um over here not too much to update you guys on um i'm still alive and still being shady on the internet so just hope you guys are satisfied with that We're glad to have you being shady on the internet. That would be like terrible if you died and as a ghost, you just like recorded podcast. <laughs> yeah. You just like release podcast as a ghost. How trippy would that be? Just like tying them out like way in the future. So <laughs> when after I die, they just like start uploading on their own. It's like my house is haunted. Like podcasts just start playing that my ghost recorded. <laughs> That's fun. That's a great idea. I'm going to, I'm going to ponder that one and, roll some content out in uh i don't know how long do how long am i gonna live (laughs) i think that's something we should definitely run with you should just like will it to somebody that you don't really like be like i will you lost tapes the lost tapes (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh to like I'm, like just like send them to like the will jameson after because i know i know they will like definitely outlive me so. <laughs> yeah we can send it to um will jameson of course the author and illustrator of our fabulous logo or somebody that will want to put tfc out there yeah well i'm sure by that point we'll be like super famous so then like when my lost tapes get to them like it'll reach like the public or whatever basically it'll be like um a very dangerous and very gay Jumanji. Like somebody just finds the box and it's black, but it's sparkly. <laughs> and then they open it and all the bongos start playing. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh God. Well, um, wow. We've really gone off the rails so far. Yeah. So I'm going to try and rein it in a little bit so that we can get into this dang podcast. Honest tea. Warning, all tea will be served hot. All right, you guys, welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. 
This week we are of course talking about the latest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race of season 12. Um, We're feeling calm and collected and ready to talk about this episode with you. Yes, I love the makeover episode so much. Um, I don't think they're my favorite, but I'm always looking forward to these episodes on Drag Race. Yeah, I mean, I really like this these episodes. I the annoying part about it is when Michelle just like goes on her rants about like nobody's like resembling each other. But <laughs> every time, yeah, every single time. But this episode actually wasn't too bad. Like she only had like one person to say that to. So <laughs> you're like, oh wow, Michelle's like improving <laughs> with her commentary, <laughs> and I agreed with her kind of. So Ooh, <laughs> yeah. bonus. Yeah, wow. This is a, a strange week in Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so at the top of the show, the widow Von Du has been eliminated and we are now wishing her adieu. Rest in peace. We're going to miss you, queen. Did you just speak French? Oh my God. Can I speak <laughs> French? <laughs> oh, wow. Like, wow. Maybe we should switch. Actually, we have been getting a lot of um, French listeners on the podcast. So um, if you are still listening, bonjour and uh, bienvenue. Uh, so. <laughs> and Olive Garden. Just kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I apologize for Stony. <laughs> Everyone in France right now is like, keep your fucking breadsticks, bitch. <laughs> oh, sorry. Is my geography wrong? <laughs> I think so, girl. Darn. You're being real dark-sided today, girl. <laughs> France is the one that looks like a star, not a boot. <laughs> not a boot. No, the boot's in Canada. Oh, yeah. Okay. A boot. All right. Sorry. I keep distracting us. <laughs> <laughs> So um, so after the elimination, all the girls are taking Widow's elimination as a learning lesson not to let inner saboteur run wild. Yeah, and I think that's a very, um, you know, clear and very loud lesson to take from this show and anything in life. You know, do your best. Put yourself out there. I mean, Widow got on the show, so they were definitely putting themselves out there. But once you're there... Just own it and live it and take advantage of it. Definitely. And then, of course, uh, Gigi's still raging about how she's not, like, getting into the bottom anymore. And she's going to get to the finale. (laughs) And she only has to get through two more girls. And then she's guaranteed to win the crown. I'm sure this is just excitement, but it comes off as, like, a little bratty to me like this is is not good like she's like going off the deep end and then like the preview for next week is gonna be even worse so i'm just like what the hell is going on with Gigi? (laughs) yeah she's been on a decline she kind of maybe peaked too early and now jada's peaking so i don't know yeah we're gonna see and i'm sure you know we're all human listeners so calm down Gigi stands i'm sure Gigi is just excited but there's also a thing called emotional intelligence and um, sisters, sisterhood. So maybe keep a little of that to yourself and, you know, still be proud and confident, but keep that shit to yourself. It makes everyone want to take you out. Yeah. And also like Gigi's only 21 and like 21 year olds are still like really self-involved. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense. Completely. So then Rue comes in the room. It's the next day. We're not wasting any damn time. We're getting straight to the maxi challenge. But you guys, we have to whisper because the super fans are right outside. (laughs) 
<laughs> They're coming. They're Shh. going to kill you. Shh. <laughs> They think they're here for one of our horrible talent shows. Shh. <laughs> Bitch, turn that phone off. They've been practicing their fake claps all day. <laughs> Club 96. <laughs> so, yes. So, we have a makeover challenge. It's super fan. All these women, I assume, uh, think they're coming in to like sit somewhere. But, oh, my God. RuPaul is staring at them, and so are the top six drag queens. Well, the top five plus Sherry. There we go. (laughs) Poor Janet. (laughs) Yeah, little did she know there was nothing that she could do. Janet the planet. Um, This is exciting, though. Like, Could you imagine if we were just out in L.A. together, like going on this drag race tour, and then we find out we're going to be on the show? How wild would that be? I would um, probably have a nervous breakdown and... I don't know. It would be really a lot to take in. If I had one opportunity off camera with Rue, I'd be like, so one, can I talk to you? And two, is Pearl telling the truth? You're not allowed to talk to her off camera. (laughs) You can only talk to her when the cameras are running. Duh, idiot. First rule Uh, of drag race. Fine. Fine. Yeah. Otherwise, you need to be practicing social distancing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I can't wait till the social distancing finale, girl. That's going to be interesting. Real interesting. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right. So then um, I did like that the super fans, I like that they didn't know what they were getting into because it was like kind of a nice surprise when Mm -hmm. they when they came in. So because Jada won the last challenge, claps to Jada, uh, she gets to pair the super fans with the queens. So fun. I would I would love doing this. I feel like some of the queens feel pressure. I'd be like, yeah, I'm passing everyone out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually was really surprised that Jada picked Bethany because I don't I just nothing to me nothing was like, oh, Bethany's like the top girl. Now, listeners, we don't want to judge people. We're not judging books by their covers. So that's a um, disclaimer before I say this. So <laughs> Jada. I, men- I just want to know that mine did not have a disclaimer in front of it. So, okay, go ahead, Jamal. <laughs> that's fine. I know some of y'all are sensitive. So, you know, my shade is just a little padded for you this week. Um, I mean, she didn't look like anything over the top or special this person and i think it was a strategic move um i'm not saying that she's not special like that but there wasn't anything that like popped like "Ooh, i want you i'm feeling a vibe from you we're gonna slay this shit i think this was a strategic move by jada because she was a little more subdued more reserved she wasn't giving very much so in that moment jada's probably thinking oh i'm gonna turn this out bring her to life and that's gonna land me a win Right. I I thought like maybe she would have picked Tiffany because Tiffany was really like, you know, this cute young woman and like lots of, you know, style and she just seemed really lively. I don't know. I think I would have probably picked Tiffany first. Yeah. And see, again, that would be the easy way to go, right? Yeah, I guess. I thought it was interesting, like her picks. I guess I didn't really... I don't know. I didn't really feel one way or the other, like over like Tiffany versus uh, Bethany, but it just seemed like 
however she did pick them it turned out really well so <laughs> yeah and, and like before she even picked all the girls will like be fair <laughs> like they had to worry about jada being shady <laughs> <laughs> yeah and also it's like girls have that same mindset because like i said i think it was a strategic move she was like let me pick the star that's not shining as bright and i'm i'm gonna make her the fucking sun yeah so um, in case you didn't watch the show or if you did and you don't remember all the names, I'll just kind of run down the picks real quick. Um, so Jada won. She picked Bethany. Bethany is a stay-at-home mom with, I think, what, four kids? A lot of kids? Enough kids. Yeah. Enough. <laughs> and uh, so she's a, a mom at home. So typical housewife type, like stereotype. He, then Crystal gets Grace, who is like... Uh, a young professional, I would say, and a little bit kooky, you know, uh, a little bit out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely a match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they definitely super matched on Tinder. <laughs> How do you feel about glitter? <laughs> I love glitter. I'm a kindergartner teacher. <laughs> oh, my God. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then uh, Sherry Pie gets Janet the Planet, and that is her legal name. That's right. She actually changed her name to that. Yes, I love it. So Janet's this taller woman, um, very like, uh, what am I trying to say? Like uh, a rocker, sort of like alternative sort of look to her. She's got an edgy look, one that would be safe in any stuffy corporate office though like she's got a fun haircut a super upbeat personality so if you see her on the weekend you know she's probably wearing something fabulous like rock rocker chic that's right up my alley definitely um heidi gets nicole um who is um a a plus size black woman (laughs) trying to figure out the nice way to say it or the appropriate way no good job that was correct (laughs) And uh, she's real fierce, though. She, like, seems like she would be, like, the kind of woman, like, I'd want to go have a couple of drinks with after work. Oh, yeah. Um, The energy was just great. You can feel it radiating off of her. Just such a warm spirit. And who better to be paired with than Heidi? Yeah, her and Heidi got along really well. And it was fun watching them interact and kind of, like, get to know each other. Yes. And then, uh, so Gigi gets Shay, who's just, like young and blonde and that's about (laughs) it i guess like there was really not a lot of gg screen time this week sorry (laughs) there wasn't weird (laughs) we were like oh no is she going home like what does this mean i thought she was gonna be in the bottom in the lip sync but i was wrong so then uh jackie gets tiffany and tiffany's definitely like a probably late 20s like you know really put together like super hip young adult oh yeah she's the one you could tell that was like super excited like she knew exactly where she was when she walked in (laughs) and jackie seemed very pleased with her assigned super fan Mm -hmm. so at this point they all kind of pair off they sit down just chit chat get to know each other um try and build some sort of rapport (laughs) and then uh sherry uh is leering creepily at (laughs) janet the planet while they're talking there were some really crazy eyes happening here and i was like wow oh my goodness now would we feel this way about this had none of the allison mossy shit happened because i was feeling the exact same way i don't know 100 percent. i feel i don't know though because if you think about it if the allison mossy or fossey or whatever the hell it was uh (laughs) let's call it fossey yeah (laughs) false bitch well if none of that happened like the 
I feel like the editing might have been different because we don't really see anything from Sherry and they just kind of like have left her alone. So all we get really is like the creepy moments out of her, like that you see like on this, like lingering on the screen. You know what I mean? Trust me. I've been OG not liking Sherry Pie. So like before all this shit even came out, I didn't like her then and I still don't like her now. No, girl. So I know like the preseason podcast, we were all just like, Sherry's terrible. I was just going to say, if you haven't heard it, listeners, you need to check out our Meet the Queens episode. We were on period i mean we're (laughs) basically oracles i don't know how many times i have to tweet this or say it in a story a lot of shit that we bring up on this podcast comes to fruition so there's that yeah yeah so don't mess with us yeah or else we'll stick our supreme on you yes girl we have like lost (laughs) tapes we can send on your ass that's right (laughs) boo bitch tfc horcruxes and shit (laughs) so let's just uh talk about the super fans briefly did you have a favorite super fan sorry i didn't i wanted to make sure stoney wasn't talking because i feel like i'm talking a lot today (laughs) (laughs) i um i gravitated instantly towards crystal's partner um opal We'll get to Opal later, but her energy was just great. Like they connected right away. She was so fun. She was a little weird, which I like to think that was me back in the day. Like people liked me, but I was just kind of like that random person that had too much energy, not quite as much energy as Jan, but this energy. So I connected with her. I liked learning about the Wonder Woman pose. Yeah, that's some shit I would do. I love yeah. that. <laughs> I that I would say Opal was my favorite too, just because of the interaction between her and Crystal. Because I don't know, like both of them are just like so like cheery, and it was just like I don't know, like Crystal was like, "Oh my god, everything's great," and then Opal's like, "I know, like let's go get ice cream or <laughs> I something." <love> like, <laughs> yeah I'm like me definitely. too i love glitter too <laughs> i like toast <laughs> i also had a um, connection with heidi's um person of course too because i mean most of us on the show all of us have dealt with body shaming issues and just being heavier at multiple points in our life and that's just something we all connect with and i just feel for her just growing up being bullied that way it's nothing i experienced like getting bullied but people could just be so sick and rude so it was nice to see her have like a glow up on the show i was so excited for her to have this experience definitely i i related to her a lot like with with um let me get this right with um nicole i really related to her because i am like also like really uncomfortable with showing like a lot of parts of my body <laughs> like I always made the joke where it's like oh like I have to have two t-shirts on at one time or something like that <laughs> like I, that's something that I've always said like not I mean not like physically but um I've just been like yes girl like <laughs> we yeah. gotta be covered you try to make light of it right definitely so and also too with Janet the planet uh she kind of dealt with that but just for being tall and mm-hmm. so um so I guess, like, similarly, I guess I could sort of relate to Janet as well. Yeah, that's a thing, which, you know, the world is just a crazy place and people are crazy creatures. But women get that a lot. Like, oh, you're too tall. I can't date you. You're too tall. Or, oh, my man is short. He doesn't like me to wear heels. Girl, bye. Like, if you're a fucking fabulous giraffe, then be a fabulous giraffe. But that's something that's so true as well. 
Definitely. One that I was worried about was Bethany because she was like, I don't want to wear heels. Like, she's complaining a lot. And I was like, girl. (laughs) Yeah, Jada's pageant mom came out because she was like, we're walking in these heels until you can actually walk and run in them. (laughs) I know. Like, Jada was just like, bitch, get it together. Like, when Rue came in the workroom, Jada was just like, yeah, I actually do this for a living by the way and Rue's like oh my god yeah RuPaul was like oh (laughs) RuPaul's like damn it I didn't make this hard enough no actually you know what that was it was like a low-key audition because now Rue's gonna be like well if I need another raven on set I'm calling this bitch (laughs) yeah it's like well we did fire Delta so I guess I could hire one more (laughs) Uh oh oh gosh but um yeah, and then there was um, Shay, and she was just there. So <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um, moving on. The, the Let's see, where are we? Um, so yeah, Rue does the, comes in and does the table visits. And even Rue calls out Sherry for her old lady drag. Yeah, the same shit every week. Like, we got to stop. We got to do... Do what works, right? But don't beat it until it's like so dead, but it's only been such a short period of time. Like, give us something different. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then also it was really funny because when Rue gets to Jackie's table, um, Jackie said that she was also going to do a disco themed look with her person and Heidi and her super fan perked up real quick. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Coincidence. I don't know, girl. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, it was also really funny how Jada became the patron saint for giving the super fans a good experience. <laughs> I know. That's what, like that whole, I don't know. I say the pageant mom came out because <laughs> she was just there for everybody. It was so fun to watch. I could I could just feel it. When I was a um, supervisor of my team in a hellish call center, I would... I would try to do the same thing. You want to make everyone feel comfortable. You want to make everyone feel like it's going to be a great day no matter what. And I think that Jada was just giving that energy to everyone, just keeping it so fun and light. I mean, I feel like Jada, like her uh, drag persona is basically like a real housewife hosting like a party. <laughs> so it's like she wants to make sure everyone's comfortable. Ah! And like all, all of that, like she just like glam and oh, we're going to spend like $100,000 on my kid's birthday party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was cracking me up this episode with her talking heads. There were lots of funny moments. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then they start to take the girls, the super fans around the set. Like, this is where I farted. <laughs> this is... <laughs> This is where we walk the runway. This is, this is where is the I stage. This is where I snatched that bitch's edges. <laughs> yes, this is where my wig landed when it fell off while I was lip syncing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then they start to rehearse on the main stage. We still are worried for Bethany because she's still complaining about wearing her heels. <laughs> and then, then the next day, they start to get ready for the runway. And Jada is being very emotional about missing her boyfriend. And I thought that that was really nice to see because we haven't really been, um, well, we have been talking about how 
we haven't been able to really relate to Jada. Like we've been raving about her looks, mm-hmm. but we haven't been able to like relate to her like as a person or a queen. Yeah, it was fun to get to see another side of Jada and learn that she's got a boo of 12 years. I think that's amazing. And yeah, I would be missing Stoney if I were on the main stage somewhere. Uh, so what you're saying is that Stoney wouldn't make it to Drag Race? Stoney wouldn't try <laughs> to get on Drag Race. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is Stoney's already been eliminated? <laughs> I'll be the super fan like in the stands uh, for the talent show or whatever. Perfect. (laughs) Sony's like, I'll come to the finale because it's virtual. Yes, I'll zoom in, girl. (laughs) I'll zoom in. So uh, we also found out that Jackie's dad was very supportive of her drag. And I was like, for a second, I was like, wait a minute. Didn't we get this whole like story about how like no one knows she does drag and like all this stuff. But then she says, oh, well, it's like my mom and she doesn't really like that. She, I guess she's more of a, a traditional uh, person in her culture. Yeah. And it's, um, I can't really speak one way or the other if it's usually the mother or father that puts the pressure, like when it's cultural issues like that, because it, it really depends. But I was, I guess for me, I guess typically the man, in quotes, man, is usually the one that's like, oh, not my son. Get out of here, queer. So it, it's always nice to <laughs> yeah. me to hear stories of supportive fathers for their queer um, sons and daughters. And everyone in between. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. I'm glad that we didn't have like a plastic tiara part two <laughs> fiasco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very sweet. I like that moment with Jackie and Jada winking at each other too. I retweeted it. <laughs> yes. That was so funny and cute. So um, so then they're getting the girls ready and Gigi reveals her uh, queen's makeup to, you know, to her and... We reveal the lightest face beat ever on uh, whatever (laughs) on Shay. And they act like she just finished painting the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. (laughs) (laughs) My God, this is a work of art. How could you do this, Gigi? (laughs) Uh, The only thing that changed was her fucking hair because it went from blonde to jet black. Are you serious? I know. Like, she literally just rolled out of bed and then, like, put on a moo-moo to go on the runway. Yeah. Like- a furry-ass <laughs> moo-moo. My titties would yeah. be so hot. Yeah, girl. I was like, this is so weak, girl. <laughs> well, you we can get into that when we talk about the looks. But, girl, yeah. this... I was like, I just don't get it. These people react like fucking Gigi. Like, the ground is blessed that Gigi walks upon. We are not here for it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, girl. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get into the runway. Of course, before we do that, we got to take a quick break. So let's get another seltzer water and then we'll be back after the break. Yeah, these truly's hit different when you haven't drank in a week. Yeah, I'm going to get a little snacky Cox. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I want a whole meal. Sorry. <laughs> Did somebody say steak? Ah. <laughs> Hey everyone, thanks for coming. We wanted to take a moment to check in on you, listener, to make sure you're taking care of yourselves during these corona-not-so-tastic times. These are crazy and unique times, so it's extra important to mind your self-care and to not get wrapped up in things you simply cannot control. Coronavirus should be taken seriously, and the guidelines that the people of the world have to follow are simple. Practice social distancing, disinfect surfaces regularly, 
Wear a mask and disposable gloves if possible. Stay home, work remotely if you can, and only leave the house for essential errands. And wash your damn hands, people. Remember to log off if you need a break from news or coverage during the pandemic. Give yourself social media breaks to detox and recharge. Find some fun at home and have a virtual kiki with family and friends to keep your spirits up. Get lost in some new music discoveries as well. Or better yet, listen to our podcast. If you're a new listener of the show, first of all, welcome. We're so happy to have you. Remember to leave us a review and rate us five hallelujah stars wherever you listen to our show. That's right. Hallelujah stars. Thank you in advance. You can find us on social media at TFC Pod or visit us on our website, thanksforcomingpodcast.com. If you're feeling lonely and don't have anyone to shade with, feel free to drop us a line at tfcpod at gmail.com. Oh, and one other thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. All right, you guys. Welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are going to continue with The Runway. So first, we have to talk about our special guest of this week, which is Daisy Ridley. And I know that Stoney was probably the most excited to see her out of us. So what did you got? What did you think of her on the show? Oh, I thought she was good. I was excited to see her because um, I haven't really seen her outside of just the movies. Honestly, like she, I feel like I haven't seen a lot of press of her. So I thought she was fun. Yeah, I thought she was really good. Um, she's like really pretty. I thought, and I like yeah. how she speaks. I like yeah. her accent. I was going to say, I love her accent, and I love a fierce, um, chic top knot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, my reaction was basically, like, Crystal, like, the first female Jedi. <laughs> yes, Stoney's a big Star Wars fan, so I knew he would be really excited to see the first female Jedi. Yes, I am a late Star Wars bloomer. Stoney actually got me into it when we were dating... Um, I like watching the movies, so I was excited to see her. Yes. So let's talk about the runway. Who were your top favorite looks? Ooh, my favorite, of course, is probably Miss Jada. I mean, she was just slayed, snatched. Um, The family resemblance, she got right. Even though we had a white queen and a black queen it's the little things that make this challenge difference and that is the material of the clothing you wear the hair choice and styling and the makeup and jada just hit the nail on the head and of course crystal was probably me probably my absolute favorite with the whole play on Bert and Ernie's um, relationship listeners, if you follow that storyline at all. Yeah, big lesbian energy here. I was here for it. Yes, gender swap for the Muppets. Are they Muppets? Puppets. Let's call them puppets. They're puppets. Yeah. Jim Henson, right? Jim Henson? Sesame Street. Sesame Street. Yeah. Oh, my God. Come on. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I guess... I, like my fave fave was definitely crystals like uh, that look was so awesome i was like not expecting that out of her and honestly like now i'm just like full-blown like super fan like stalking her because i like love crystal now like she is so amazing are you full-on jackie cox lip-syncing stalking her yes (laughs) (laughs) um yeah here i think this might be controversial and I don't think that Jada did bad, and I thought that she was th- one of the tops. But I think that 
Crystal should have won. And let me tell you why. Because so uh, Jada's girl, um, she was really pretty. She looked great. But Crystal got her super fan to wear the craziest makeup. And it was done well. Everything was executed well, perfectly, really crisp, clear lines, Mm -hmm. a very clear vision. And I think that Crystal should have won because of how out of the box the look was and the fact that um, she had her super fan into it and comfortable in this super out of the box look. And what a crazy queer package this was. Just like think of the sparkliest, shiniest Christmas present or Hanukkah gift or anything that you celebrate gift under the tree. It's completely out of the box. And this is transformation. I do agree that Crystal should have won because there's so many layers to this look. You've got the, oh, are Bert and Ernie, are they secretly a gay couple? Is this good for my kids? Um, Why can't they just be best friends, by the way? But then you've got like Crystal who comes in and flips it and says, we're on RuPaul's Drag Race. We're going to be the um, drag versions of Bert and Ernie. We're going to woman it up a little bit. And we're still going to have a play on that relationship. The moment that um, there was like the engagement or they flashed off that engagement ring. These are important conversation starters in the community. And I actually have a Burton Ernie Bath Buddies t-shirt bookmarked. Oh. Because I never bought it off of Instagram, but <laughs> I thought the t-shirt was so funny. It's like both of them in a bathtub, but it's just playing on their whole homoerotic kind of kind of angle. So good job, Crystal. Way to use your brain and your kookiness on the RuPaul stage. Well, and the, that's the thing with this challenge too. Like it was, the challenge was like basically the runway and like, mm-hmm. you know, um, doing the drag for your super fan. So because Crystal's look was so good, it wasn't like she, you know, performed poorly in another challenge and then like did this awesome look. Like this was the challenge and she like dominated it and had honestly like one of probably RuPaul's Drag Race like iconic looks. Like yes. we're always going to remember this. Yes. So it's just weird that, I mean, I get why Jada won, but it's, I don't know. It's kind of disappointing too. I told Jamal, I was like, I wish Rue would have like let them both win or something. It feels like a missed opportunity for the show, especially with like how iconic Sesame Street is. And then you add drag race to that and just queerness and community and relationships on top of that. Just all of the layers alone should have gave Crystal the win for this one. Definitely. And, and Jada, I mean, honey looked, I think that was her name, honey. No, that was Heidi's queen. What was, um, Oh, Jazz. Jazz Essence Hall. Okay. That's oh, it. yeah. Um, talk about Heidi and Closet being hard to say. Let's talk about Jazz Essence Hall for a <laughs> second. <laughs> say that shit four times fast. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, but I guess the biggest transformation in Jazz's person, it, or as Jazz, was just that she was kind of like not confident about walking in heels and now she could. Like, <laughs> that's, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So I guess that would be a pretty big transformation. I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe Crystal's, you know, person was like already kind of kooking out there. But at the same time, she definitely seemed very like anxious, like an anxious person. And then for her to go out on the runway and looking like freaking Bert from Sesame Street, that's pretty that's a pretty big transformation, too. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to take away from Jada's win because I thought her uh, drag transformation was 
really good. And like with Jada, everything she does is so like, I think Daisy even said it, like it's so polished. Like it's just put together well in a nice package. You know, you're going to get something good. Like the only thing I thought was like, maybe Rue gave it to her because she picked all the people, but nobody else had that opportunity. So it's not really fair to give it to Jada because nobody else had the opportunity to pick anybody. And I know, listeners, you hate when we all agree, but, I mean, this is just the tea. Um, No shade to Jada, not taking away from her win at all. I think that she was deserving, in a sense, because she hit the marks as far as, like, the the challenge for the runway. But Crystal's was just so much more... It was just so much more leveled up and just, I don't know, the... the, um, intelligence and like the mind you have to have to kind of create that look and then serve it flawlessly on the stage of RuPaul's Drag Race to the world, to the gay world, you know, I think that she should have won. Right. And I think that we can all agree that they were the top two. Yes. And I know we don't want to take anything away from Jada's win, but you know what I will take away from Gigi's being safe is that she should not have been safe. We're definitely in agreement oh, there. Yeah, because we were actually just talking about this. Like, Gigi, like, I felt like Jackie's wasn't that bad. Like, I thought it looked, um, it was put together. Like, you could see the family resemblance. Like, it made sense. Like, and it was fun to look at. Like, I don't know. Gigi's is just so disappointing because it's just like a moo <laughs> it's kind of and like i've mentioned before like violet tchotchke is out here um calling back to season seven's winner um she's out here doing crazy things now but at the time she was kind of just a look queen and that's what we're getting from Gigi. we saw in the moment when she had to make her commercial she wasn't she's a queen that needs more time to put her act together and perfect it so of course she's going to give you a nice chic polished look but the outfit was easy. The makeup was something we'd already seen. What else do you have in that bag, Gigi? Like, this is not what's going to get you the crown. It's time to push ourselves. Right. And I think I read somewhere, I saw it in a video, that she brought um, a, a makeover look based on the fact that she thought it was going to be for her mom. Yeah. And I was, I might have been half paying attention because I heard the mom part, but I thought she was talking about the furry moo smock things or um, something else. Yeah, because she said like she had brought like these looks based on the fact that she thought it was gonna be like a family challenge and that her mom was gonna come. Yeah, so that was it. so um, I think that's kind of like cheating because she was just gonna wear these outfits regardless. Whereas um, with you know Crystal or Jada, um, you know they were Jada made the Jada made the looks and Crystal's. I mean, just looked crazy, and so for I think. I think Gigi was pretty much on the same level of outfit as Jackie. Let me just say this. Crystal and um, Opal can go on tour with that look and make bank. Yes, definitely. I mean, um, sorry. I was just saying, it's just, it's just, to me, it's going to be one of those iconic looks. Like, it, kind of like, I don't know. I always think of, like, people like Sharon Needles coming out as, like, the zombie and, like, spitting yes. blood everywhere. Like, there's certain looks that you just remember and like this one, like I will remember this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. One look I won't remember is um Miss <laughs> Honey's look. <laughs> Heidi looked fabulous, but and I felt so bad because I don't I don't know what ha- I don't know what their schedule is like. I don't know how, you know, tight it was. Maybe Heidi's not great at making outfits quickly, but that was a sheet. 
Well, she did say that she had to borrow the look from one of the other queens because the look she brought it didn't fit. Was her name Nicole? Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to keep saying Heidi's Nicole. person. Sorry. I'm trying to be respectful. Um Nicole looked great and you can feel the energy. She had her legs out, which she hadn't had them out since middle school. But yeah, Heidi probably spent too much time. Um, Scorpios were generally pretty good at time management. Um, as RuPaul called out on the stage, she probably spent too much time getting to know her, you know, getting details that you find out on the walkover or, you know, by talking to the person in the first five minutes. Why wasn't that time spent cutting down some of those <laughs> sleeves and making like a top or something for your sister, even a headband and some more sequins with that same uh, material for Nicole's dress could have put it to that next level as far as the runway challenge goes and showing that family resemblance. Right. But the face beat was there. Yeah. The face Nicole was looked beautiful. Yeah, she yeah. did. It just looked, it was just awkward because it was Heidi's look was so like, shiny and glittery but then like hers was just like plain you know what i mean like it was just like this doesn't seem right at all and it's the little things if you're you're going out there saying this is my drag daughter okay she's got a baby doll dress on you know she's gonna be wearing a baby doll dress play up the accessories make it cohesive with your look and you know put some oil in your wig and everything will be great yeah so that's how we feel about the runway (laughs) so then after this the super fans all lip sync to one of rupaul's many songs that are now available on itunes i like this song i think i'm gonna work out to it i like the ooh 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 part (laughs) i think that this lip sync was another reason why crystal could have won because clearly crystal worked on dance moves with grace because yes I thought I was seeing Crystal Method on stage. Thank you, because she was serving, and there was not enough camera time for Miss Opal because she was serving the eight counts and the lip sync, and it wasn't showcased as much as it could have been. I want to see the full lip sync. (laughs) I do too, and she even had props, so like obviously- I know! Like, Crystal was like, here, throw this up in the air at this time. Yeah. (laughs) I just don't want Crystal. Crystal's on her come up. I don't see any signs that she's going to falter, but you know how the show goes. That could happen at any moment to anybody. But I ugh, I just wanted her to win this one so bad because she did such a good job and she's just been getting second place, second place, second place. So I hope that the judges are really taking account of Crystal's work. I just feel like we're so far into the competition and if Crystal isn't getting any of these challenge wins... Like, she's just not going to win the season. I mean, she's definitely making an impression. Like, top two in the challenges week to week. Okay, you're not winning, but it still says something. But yeah, I I feel it. She's got to collect a win or two if she wants to stick around. Because now Gigi and uh, Jada both have three wins. So um, Sherry has two. um, Heidi has one. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like I can see the writing on the wall, unfortunately. Like, I would absolutely love Crystal to win this season. I think she'll make it to the finale. But um, I don't know. I guess we'll see. We'll see. She's definitely one we're rooting for. Yeah. So like I said, Jada won this challenge. Congratulations. Jackie and Heidi are the bottom two. And... In the end, they do um, a pretty psychotic lip sync, and <laughs> <laughs> that's one word for it. 
Heidi was turning it out and had they not needed to have one more episode delivered to the network, I think they would have sent Jackie home because (laughs) Heidi Heidi clearly won. Let's just be honest. I mean, y'all know how I feel about the lip sync. As soon as Heidi went to the back of that stage with all of her sleeves and turned around and was just like flowing down the stage like she was flying like some fierce flying squirrel from the highest treetop i was like oh this bitch is here to serve just giving you the full disco energy now i did enjoy jackie's performance but for me personally listeners the whole comedic shtick only goes so far when i go to see i know that there's different types of drag yes before you come for my edges they're well oiled today um i just like a performance moment like give me some dance give me the feel like a widow is you know she's really good at embodying the feel of the song and showing that on her face that's the kind of drag i like so i was all into heidi yeah definitely i i don't know like and there you you can do well with comedic like takes on the lip syncs Mm -hmm. but I mean, Jackie, like, if you have to explain to me what's going on in a talking head, like, that's not a good lip sync, and I'm sorry, but I love Jackie, and she should have gone home. Yeah, that's the start and the end of it right there. Agreed. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, with that happy note, that's the end of uh, the episode. Both queens (laughs) are saved. No one's going home, unfortunately. And that Double just means saved. we get to watch. <laughs> we just get to watch Drag Race an extra longer. Stony predicted this, listeners. Like he felt a double save coming, and when the episode started, he was like, "I have a feeling we're getting a double save soon." And as the episode progressed, he was like, "Oh my gosh, I hope we save them both." Like we both wanted them both save for the record. We wanted them both to stay, but yeah, check our Twitter. We know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So now let's transition into our fantasy league. And Stoney, why don't you tell us what points that I didn't get this week? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So this week, Jamal came surging after us. Surging. It's two weeks in a row. So he is now in the lead with 280 points hi it's me i told you i was coming for those edges and everything else (laughs) check the chads i want to recount i know wait are we sure before i talk shit (laughs) oh i'm sure girl (laughs) um Gigi has been on her like three episode decline and she is not winning anything so for me it's five points a week (laughs) oh my gosh tony on her three week go ahead (laughs) I was just to say same here. Like I just have Crystal left, so LOL to me. Yeah. I'm just sitting here like listening to Stony give this shade so concisely, like Gigi and her three week decline. I think we need to start <laughs> writing our Instagram captions. <laughs> I know. But, uh, yeah. So good congratulations, Jamal. Yeah, so thank you. I am still in second place, forty points behind at two forty. And Seth is in last place at 210. Oh, no. It's still Water really off close, a duck's back. Water off a duck's back. <laughs> there you go, queen. Yeah, I still think it could be... I still think it could be anybody, but... Like, whoever I don't think wins. it's going to be me. Well, it is May. It's going to be, be May. May. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be meh. I mean, I don't know. It depends <laughs> on if, like, the judges decide they want to, like, award something to Crystal... <laughs> Yeah, for real. This is some shady ass edit. 
Actually, yeah. we'll talk about this in the untucked portion. I have something about this to say. But yeah, so that's kind of our fantasy league. Just to keep this shit going, make sure you guys tune into the website, thanksforcomingpodcast.com. Uh, for all of the full results, you'll get to see who got points and for what. It's all spelled out for you there. Yes, please join us. All right, you guys. Well, if you uh, came for only this episode talk, then adios. We bid you adieu. And and if you wanted to hear about Untucked, let's get into that. So to start this talk, um, just wanted to briefly mention Heidi's list of four things she wanted to accomplish. And I thought that that was really cute and such a positive, healthy way to come into the competition. Yeah, I, I loved that because it's so easy to put so much pressure on yourself and to get caught up in kind of that widow Von Du trap and bubble with yourself so i thought that was such like a healthy approach and a good outlook to have on the show because she's still there so it's something's working she's accomplished three of four things and she only said she had accomplished two of them to be happy yes i love that so much i love it so then uh jada talks about the super fans and how it was nice to have them there because they can kind of, the Queens can get back to them because the super fans keep the Queens employed. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I've been seeing online commentary all this week about how people were just like, Oh my gosh, why are they having women on the show? Blah, 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 blah. <sighs> yeah. Um, listeners, we have to calm down. You know, it's a, it's a queer show for the queer space. But we also have the allies who are the voices that get into the rooms and platforms that we can't all the time because we are queer people. And, you know, we need the allies to feel the love, too, because why are they going to support us if we can't bring them in and share the same love we expect? Yeah, I I think everyone just needs to calm down. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, they're super fans. It wasn't like they were having, like, their bachelorette party on the show. No, that's what they don't need to do. (laughs) But that's right. And here's the tea. Like, the same people that are like, oh, my gosh, there's no trans, like, contestants on this show are the same people shitting on bio queens. This is, we you know, women in drag. Like, this is what y'all want, right? <laughs> like to see different things like Rue's having bio queens on the show. Yeah. Why are you mad? <laughs> right. And you also, you get way more clicks when you're like genuine and you tap into that human part of you. If any of that still exists, toxic listener, if any of you are toxic, happen to be listening to the show, that's terrible behavior. It's not it's not inclusive. We it, inclusion is so important, and we if we're demanding it, you know, we have to let the people that are here lifting us up and supporting us be part of it as well. Definitely. So then, moving on, they're really pushing the shady Sherry narrative in <laughs> Untucked with uh, Heidi. Oh, I know. Did you notice I, that? I noticed it, girl. Every time, like sherry's like says all these like under her breath comments and like just super rude and i'm just like girl how is she in the top four like she is so like she's rotted girl well it's because you know um let's just say that sherry is um well hold on let me think about this um shade shade aside allison mossy shade aside all of that bullshit aside Um, Sherry and Gigi kind of have similar attitudes and they're more like they feel like they're more prepared so there's kind of like a 
entitlement. Yes, entitlement looking down your nose because, oh, we all got the same list, bitch. Why is your wig so ashy looking or why didn't you have a backup look? That's very much the energy we're getting from Sherry right now. Right. Building off of that, I found out through the rumor mill, and this is only a rumor, that the reason that Crystal isn't being shown more on the show is because on the show she really palled a lot with sherry and so Uh. because all of this sherry footage is being cut we're also losing lots of crystal content damn oh if you want to know my source it is the sloppy seconds podcast with meatball and big dipper so that's the reference if you want to go listen but I think it's Credible Tea. I'd say that's Credible Tea as well. I don't keep up with that podcast, but I've listened to more than a handful of episodes. Yeah. So it's kind of a bummer, right, that we're losing Crystal? It is. And I think that, you know, Big Dipper, of course, is very involved with very like prominent queens on the scene. So I think that this is a very credible source. And this just kind of goes back to liking all of Sherry Pie's looks because the bitch brought looks like they're they're great. And it really sucks for the designer. So this is going off of all the other queens. If anybody was slightly friends or having moments with Sherry, that's getting cut. So it sucks for them. But, you know, Sherry did that. And I hate it for the people whose fault it was not. Yeah, I I don't know if they do, if they're going to do like the Zoom reunion or something this year. But if they do... I wonder if they'll like address the sherry pie thing and like ask the cast members like what their reactions were to it. Rue does not like talking about controversy. So I think that if any, if anything is mentioned, it's going to be very vague and quickly glossed over. I have to agree with Seth. Um, I, I know I go on and on and on and on and on about like Scorpio. <laughs> yeah. But there's also that side of the Scorpio where if we want the spotlight, but there's too much spotlight, we're very careful about what we share and when. Yeah. <laughs> Although with it being so public and things like that, they might might feel they have to make a statement about it or something. Yeah. So we might see something a little it, bit. I'm sure a publicist has been hired to create something for RuPaul to read. I mean, I don't even think they really need to even talk about her like and her looks and her drag like i was more curious to like know like what the cast members thought because like they got to know her before Uh, this all came out like so like if crystal was like best friends with sherry it has to be like super fucking weird that all this came out yeah that's a wild that would be a wild space to be in that's a good point right yeah, so that's kind of our untucked episode. It's kind of a weird note to to leave off on, but I guess that's something for you to think about, and uh, you know, you as the listeners. So let us know what you think about that. Would you like to see that being touched on in the finale? What? How would you want to see that being touched upon? Things like that. Yeah, please share tfcpod at gmail dot com if you want to send us an email. You can find us there and social media. Yes. And, of course, you'll find us back next week with the Zoom reunion. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, You'll find us back next week. Actually, you'll find us on Thursday where we'll be back talking about the Celebrity Drag Race episode and the second episode of We're Here. That's right. We're having so much fun and getting great feedback from um, doing We're Here in addition to Celebrity Drag Race. So please get into those episodes. Um, Lots of content for you the next few weeks. 
Yes. And uh, until then, bye. bye. bye.